0: Two sisters lived on separate sides of the states One in NYC and the other LA They both moved to Chicago and decided to stay Now here's their playful podcast packed with kid-lit Children's books Are they really that great? Talking children's books is with Kate and Fuse 8
1: Children's books
0: why,
1: what, and how? Fuse eight and Kate will break it down for you now. Take it.
0: Yes. Look
1: what. I got. A band aid. What's a- under the band aid? Your skin. What's under my skin? Blood and veins. What's and... in my blood? Uh. C- cells. A vaccine booster shot, that's uh, why. I got like... my booster. Because like... I work in a public sphere. Like, with this dirty the people podcast now? <laughs> i love science podcasts i would love for this to be a, like completely no. uninformed Never. science podcast where yeah. it's a we should have a podcast called what, what you were what were you a major in theater okay so science with the english and theater majors where we just try <laughs> to figure out science in a really terrible way i'm okay with that i think that would be super fun because <laughs> we like we we know like the basics like vaccines are good but we don't know all the ins and outs of it so i think it'd be fascinating and and what is this podcast about by the way since we're talking about podcasts and everything oh children's picture books that's correct uh yes we talk about picture books and what is it about picture books we talk about whether they're good or not that that is correct and uh in that vein i so i should say about this week's book that we're doing i wanted to do a book in honor of jerry pinckney who recently died. Uh, he did Sam and the Tigers, which we did. But until I actually find one of his books that we can do, I decided to do the complete opposite because I was like, we haven't done a book with really weird, questionable, possibly racist content, have we? Uh, we've done a few we've of We've done those. a few, we did Cat in the Hat Comes Back, but we haven't done any since then. So I figured why not pull out a sequel A sequel to a book that we've done, but we haven't done any of its sequels. And there's so many sequels, Kate. So many weird, weird sequels.
0: I think I know what you're going to pull out. Oh, do you?
1: Okay, let's see. Let's see if you do, because there's two possibilities here.
0: Let's see if you were right about which one it is. Okay. Yeah. Here is George Takes a Job.
1: Bye. H.A. Ray. Right. And his wife, who doesn't get mentioned.
0: That's <laughs> right.
1: And uh, yeah, you had a chance. of It was either going to be Curious George or Babar. And I don't want to deal with Babar right now.
0: So no, um, I only thought Curious George. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Curious George. And let me tell you, there is an element in this book that I had a devil of a time finding because there's about four legit sequels to Curious George and there was an element in this book that I desperately wanted to find. And everyone I talked to was like, oh, yeah, that's Curious and George goes to the hospital. And I looked at it I was like, no, it's not. And it's actually in this book. So I'm very happy that I was able to locate this book, which was very hard to find in some ways. So... How do you take... A... He takes a job?
0: Don't yeah, it's you... a
1: weird way of Don't putting it. Don't you get it. a job? You know, he took it like it does imply that he like took it from some legitimate guy who was going in for an interview and then like george took out a blackjack and hit him on the head and like posed as him and get took the job instead or something it's a like weird that title yeah. it's a it's a strange it's a title by people who aren't native english speakers i would say oh. <laughs> perhaps escape from france hmm. oh is that this guy uh yeah h.a ran his wife escaped from france fun story uh to escape the nazis And they had this book about this little monkey called, uh, his name at the time was Fifi. They decided to change that. And they actually got to the border and the Nazi was looking through the pages and thought they were adorable and let them go through on their bikes. And they were like, and they got, and they escaped and they got to America. And then an editor in New York was like, I'm not freaking calling this book Fifi. We're calling it Curious George. (laughs) True story. All right. All right. Go read that Fifi. Okay. All right. While Kate does her read, let's do a little background information. Um, you know what? I mentioned something with Kate that I want to do a little bit of a deep dive into. You know how I mentioned that on the cover of this book, there was no mention of H.A. Ray's wife, Margaret Ray. And this is very peculiar because the two, Hans and Margaret, worked together together on the curious george books, right? They they went through every stage of development. Hans mostly does the illustrations, Margaret mostly worked on the stories. Um though they did share the work, they worked it was a true collaboration. And if you look on Wikipedia, what it says is at first, however, Margaret's name was left off the cover ostensibly because there was a glut of women already writing children's fiction. Sure. In later editions, this was corrected and Margaret now receives full credit for her role in developing the stories. Yeah, I, I gotta tell you, whatever edition I just handed Kate just now from the library one that old and new. No, her name is nowhere to be seen on that cover. And this is not uncommon, okay? Often, there will be collaborations between men and women on picture books and the woman receives no credit. The most egregious example of this is probably, and I'm, I may butcher his name here, so please forgive me, but the Filipino born Jose Orego. Okay, you've undoubtedly seen his art, uh, probably most notably in Leo the Late Bloomer. The fact of the matter is that his wife, Ariane Dewey, did the coloring on 45 books of his, okay? She received no credit. For any of this. He got full credit every single step of the way. Uh, fun fact, they divorced. The good news is that this year, there's a book called Stroller Coaster. It's by Matt Ringler. It's illustrated by Raoul III. Raoul Third is a fantastic illustrator. I love his books. And the fact of the matter is that the coloring tends to be done by his wife, Elaine Bay, who gets full freaking credit. So these days, at least, we are beginning to see a change where the colorist is getting uh, maybe not as much credit, but at least credit on the cover for the books that she is helping her husband with. And I feel like that, at least, is progress. We're back. Yeah. What? No. No. I gave you ether. You cannot have that. (laughs) sad sad i'm not
0: enthralled come
1: on man as as one writer said george's arc is almost like cervantes you know it goes from like one thing then another thing then another thing then another thing you're never bored with a book like this i'll
0: admit he keeps doing different things he but sure that, does that doesn't make me interested oh which says all a lot. right
1: all right I we, mean we, we got we got to talk this out but you got to explain to me what this book is about before we do that
0: so first we meet a monkey at the zoo
1: right remember because at the end of the first curious george it's not a monkey's he's an ape because he has no tail uh at the you know the end of the last one it ended with the happy george's in the zoo ending which is deeply unsatisfying i would say i don't remember that at all okay but, uh, it does it's like a what a happy place for george to be that was a direct quote in fact
0: well it says he was a good
1: little monkey and no, he wasn't he's literally the definition of a bad little
0: monkey anyway you said he's not a monkey uh, oh he's not a monkey gotcha. caught me in my own lie <laughs> But uh, his sign on his uh, cage at the zoo says Curious George Monkey, parentheses, Africa. Yeah. So, so right there. He's not from a
1: specific part of Africa. No, not a country. It's not like East or West or. South or north or central or any of that's any or different, a right? Country within the continent, yeah, which just clearly from, had access to water in some way. I mean, he's just what from it, the
0: whole continent.
1: Yeah, it could be Madagascar, it could be anywhere. <sighs> so this gatekeeper is smoking a pipe oh pipes you know what if we include that there's a guy that follows us on instagram it's um, called pipes in children's
0: literature or something like that we
1: have to include a picture of this just so that he'll have a pipe pipes are a
0: frequent uh character in this book in this one because he smoked a pipe in the last one too there's so many pipes in here what is up with the pipes i don't know all right so right i might have to hold back on my Pipe imagery. Well, you'll have a lot to choose from. Okay. Uh, so the keeper is not paying attention because he's lighting his pipe. Uh, George gets. This is why you shouldn't smoke, kids. George gets the key out of his pocket, lets himself out, and now George is running amuck in the zoo. It's free reign, and no one can find him. And they're like, they looked everywhere, but they couldn't find him. But they, there's two of them that are over by the gator, <laughs> who's got this look on his face of like. Ooh. I I know where he is. <laughs> do you want he's to guess my, where he is? He's in my belly. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I was thinking.
1: Yeah, I do. I do find it interesting. They're both kind of looking at him like maybe. Yeah, I think
0: judging by this gator smile, he's got a real good idea of. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cat swelled the canary. But turns out uh, George was actually hiding in the hay behind uh, his friend the elephant, mm. which this would have been <laughs> the perfect opportunity to have an elephant anus. And it yet- would. Also,
1: George, do not hide in that exact position, buddy. Only bad things can happen to you there. No, Only nothing bad things. will happen because there no, is no, no anus. anus. That's true. That's See? true. Actually, you're right. He's very wise. It's the safest yeah. spot it's to It's the me. safest spot because there's nothing going nowhere.
0: So he sleeps under the elephant's ear, wakes up the next morning, and gets out of the zoo. That's smart. He lets enough time
1: pass. Yeah. yeah Clever. Because, they because think he's already escaped. Then he just, yeah. Yeah, they mm-hmm. just gave up. Yeah. They so, uh, <laughs> Yeah, we lost another monkey. What yeah. are you gonna do? Well, let's get another one. <laughs> you know, we can always go to Africa and steal another one. Exactly. So, uh from yeah, from unnamed country in Africa, just yeah. just Africa, just Africa. Yep. Yeah, that's just
0: one place, right? Yeah. He's like, well, where where do I want to go? So he sees this bus. He climbs on top of the bus. Meanwhile, we're not even acknowledging the fact that there's like this lone wiener dog just roaming the streets. <laughs> Without an owner. I suspect they just really
1: liked illustrating wiener dogs, because who wouldn't? Well, yeah. I would illustrate a wiener dog right now. It comes back, too.
0: Does it?
1: It does. Or Or they have, like... (laughs) A lot of stray wiener dogs. A lot of stray wiener dogs. (laughs) Which I love the idea of a town with, like, roving
0: packs of wiener dogs in the streets. But he's on top of this bus, and he's going through this busy downtown area, and this confused me. The sentence is split in the middle of... The page, yeah. of, or in the of the book itself, like cool shot though. I was reading the left page, yeah. like now they were right of the town, and I <laughs> and I had to read that twice. I was like, now they were right of the
1: town. Well, if one page is on the right, ones no. And I had to sense. go back.
0: I was like, am I missing something here? <laughs> oh no, you have to read the left across side, the left page, and then the across right page. the gutter.
1: You have to read across the gutter, which is
0: yeah, left page, right wrong. page, left page, right page, it's left just page, page, right page. It's, we don't do that, people. It's a little annoying. Yeah, it's the reason we don't do but that now. But this page has a lot of details. It does. So I was like, I'm going to take a look. Hmm, let's see. We have FAO brown toys so they uh, don't get sued. <laughs> we don't get sued. <laughs> <laughs> and then next door to it is the bookstore, which if you look very carefully, it says on the window of the bookstore where there's like two little boys looking in the bookstore, it says double night. You know
1: what? I wish I knew my history of New York children's bookstores better, but I don't know anything before Eeyore's, so I that's that may well be a direct reference to something.
0: And then you have um two sailors walking into a pipe shop. <laughs> don't get the, get the pipe on. Don't worry. Sailors <laughs> come back too. <laughs> Wait, what? We only have a limited cast of characters in this <laughs> book. Like we to, can't just, like, make up people. They like to come back. They, everyone is just He likes to call back. They like to the call back. Within this two-block radius. Sure. sure. <laughs> it's, why not. There is, I should say,
1: a collection of Cur- Curious George stories all in one book. And where they attempted to make a map of all the places George goes. And so they have this city in there. But it is a very strange map because the city is sort of, like, in the middle of nowhere. And then all the other places George goes are sort of around that. So this is just apparently a city that exists with no anything else near it. Yeah,
0: we got Mabel's department store. Sure, it's a great city. We got the library. I live there. Um, So right, so he's Clearly New York, but true. he's going about town, and he's on the top of this bus, and then he's like, well, I'm getting a little dizzy and tired. So he jumps off the bus, and he walks into the kitchen entrance of a restaurant, sees a pot of spaghetti on the table, and... Just gets all up in that spaghetti. <laughs> he looks like he's having a marvelous time. He's in that wrapped spaghetti. in it. He's eating it. The chef comes in. Sorry, the cook comes mm-hmm. in. And it says that he doesn't scold him much. He just makes him clean up the kitchen and do all the dishes. And I'm like, um, can someone please call the health inspector? Dude, you've got
1: monkey in your pots. They've got monkey in your, like, please tell me you did not serve that pasta. In your food. After it was literally wrapped around the body of a simian. And now you're going to trust a monkey to Mm -hmm. wash the dishes? To be fair, this is the only job George is good at in the entire book. I don't don't even know. We don't know if he's good at it. He hasn't broken anything in the picture.
0: I call that a win. There could still be like all sorts of germs and dirt and leftover food
1: no clearly also he's doing it with his feet exactly so, yeah that's gross but hey they look clean so you know that's half the battle
0: but the cook is like hey i have a friend uh that could use your four hands that's a weird thing segue? for him to
1: instantly think why doesn't he just like hire george on a permanent basis if he's so pleased
0: with his dishwashing abilities. And Because he wants to pass him off. <laughs> because
1: he doesn't want weird monkey diseases getting in
0: people's He food. doesn't want yeah. the health inspector to come and shut down his business. That's, so, right. That's
1: right. You would think, why doesn't he just hand him back to the zoo? Apparently monkeys are just randomly... As we've seen, if a monkey escapes, the people at the zoo just sort of give up on it. So there hey, might be constant monkeys
0: escaping throughout this city. They go to this uh, high rise where the elevator man says, hey, I need a window washer. So the... The window, manager, so the man. elevator man's like, "Here's your window washing, um, mm-hmm. like bucket and belt and
1: yeah. squeegee." I assume they also give him like you know those things to get up high. You know, the nope. Sque- you think, what? he no. is Sorry, uh, what?
0: free-forming it. Parkour, <laughs> parkour, parkour, <laughs> parkour. This is the second time in two weeks. Parkour. Yeah, he's just free climbing up wow. the side of this high rise What's it
1: called when you climb a mountain but you don't have any like straps attached to you there's
0: a re- there's a name for that i don't know what it's called it's that freestyle yeah, yeah he's doing mm-hmm. that on the side of this building which the top of the building has chickens
1: what i don't i have read this book a hundred times i never noticed that there's chickens on the top there's chickens on the roof of oh, what this are they gonna building. do fly away ha ah! Who keeps? Who has
0: their laundry and the chickens? The laundry
1: makes sense to me. The chickens are unnerving.
0: I don't understand. I don't any that. of it.
1: Also, I don't want any chickens near my laundry.
0: And also, if he so much as lets or like mm. slips at all, he's gonna fall to his death. But then that's just. But one he's gonna monkey. fall on top of somebody unknowingly. That's true. And then it'll <laughs> death be death by monkey. Death by monkey. <laughs>
1: Yep. I'm just going to call him monkey for this entire thing just because it's a funnier
0: word to say than ape, but he's clearly an ape. I'm just saying. Okay, so he's washing all these windows, trying not to pay attention to what's going on in all these different homes until he gets to one apartment where he sees two people painting and they go to leave for lunch and he sneaks in and thinks, ooh, paint. This is fun and decides to paint everything in this woman's apartment like the jungle, right? Uh, Which he's clearly pining for,
1: having been stolen from it,
0: right? Right. So he paints a zebra and two leopards. Can I just point out he's really good at this? He's quite. Good. He's
1: really good at this. He he does a, and he's also doing like a shockingly realistic, if that's the world he lives in, painting of himself on a tree.
0: Yep, he paints himself on a tree on the wall. Maybe that's his signature. And uh, and the painters come back. And the painters and the woman uh, who owns the apartment are all chasing him out the door. Meanwhile, there's a side apartment with a guy with a pipe. Oh, <laughs>
1: well, there's a pipe.
0: Again. Yep. He's like, what's going on? <laughs> and uh, and the, George runs out the window, climbs down the fire escape. Everyone starts chasing, including the man with the pipe. Okay. They all start running down the fire escape. This is fun to draw. And then uh, George is at the bottom of the fire escape, but he's quite a. Distance. no it's a good distance i'd say he's good maybe like eight ten feet uh, from the ground I'd say more like seven but yeah okay sure yeah well Just i'm thinking hairs. well i mean there's yeah steps, you got steps then, in the top of the doorway yeah okay right. let's say eight. yeah so he's uh so he lets go and he breaks his leg because it was uh pavement that he fell on
1: i like that because it, it makes it clear that he was assuming this would be a soft grass. Also, it's shockingly realistic because usually in these picture books with these kind of cartoony elements, like you would just bounce or whatever, you know, like you've seen a cartoon like, you know, the Wile e. Coyote can fall from like three times that height and he's a-okay. But George falls from that seemingly small amount of- <laughs> and just like, crack, there goes the leg.
0: Yep, he broke his leg. Literally breaks his leg. But they put him in an ambulance. Why not call animal control? Why are we treating him like a human? Because he had a job, Kate. He's not a human. There's a lot of paperwork
1: to fill out when somebody... He was probably unionized.
0: Animal control, people. It's just... Come on. So they put him in an ambulance. Also, who doesn't want to see a monkey in an ambulance? Uh, They take him to a hospital. Yeah, they don't take him to the vet. They They, take him to a hospital. They put him in a bed for a human. Mm -hmm. Uh, They put him in traction. So then we get to uh, your favorite thing, uh, which is when they split the sentence... From, oh, my God. Yeah, so, I hate that so much. So, he's laying, so George is up in the hospital. The, One page or another, people. Pick it. The man with the yellow hat is buying a newspaper, and on this page it says, oh, suddenly he got very excited. This is George, he shouted, he shouted when he saw the picture on the front page. <laughs> yeah. That's a proper way to read that. Well done. However... Yeah. There is an upside to this page. Oh, what's it? Which is the dog peeing on the newsstand. <laughs> you, n- you, you go, rabid dogs that apparently just live on the
1: street of this town. S- it seems like a nice town until you know somebody's going to Like Stray dogs are like literally everywhere. He's just marking his
0: territory. Yeah. Which is
1: this surprise noose stand. that the corner is not green because it's a blue stand
0: gross so right so uh the man with the yellow hat he runs into the telephone booth and he's like hey hospital i'm gonna go pick up that monkey so uh hold on to him until i get there <laughs> and They're like no one else claimed him so why not give him to you random stranger on the phone exactly so uh he's done with his cast and the nurse is yeah, like "Yeah, like a super short ca- like it really gives a weird sense of like wait i guess weeks have gone by possibly apparently okay because
1: maybe the news article came out late who knows
0: I I I don't know. Uh, so right. It's off now. Yep, so he's done with the cast and the nurse is like, wait here for this man to pick you up and then <laughs> Now comes my favorite sequence in the entire book. The text goes from like Times New Roman yeah. to the other page, which is handwritten mm-hmm. cursive. Yeah, and it's because he finds ether. Yeah, he does. So he, a giant George-sized bottle of the stuff. Oh yeah, this which to be like let, a. I mean, it'd be like what? Like a two foot like tall a two foot tall bottle of, of ether. ether. Yeah, which right away.
1: Which makes his- Did that ha- even happen? Would people have a two foot tall jug of ether
0: just I'm sure sitting they, on the floor? I'm sure they had ether. Yeah, I don't think that, they that had Yeah, but that seems like a big. lot of ether. Yeah.
1: I mean, I guess you're a hospital, you need to use it. But if you don't have any other method for knocking people out.
0: but Yeah, so this is uh, quite big. He mm. just goes up to it and smells it. His head starts swimming. He sees rings and stars. It's probably the only-
1: Okay, can I actually say this is the only hallucinogenic- drug sequence like outright like not i don't know
0: you mentioned babar earlier and he had mushrooms so he had
1: mushrooms but i don't think they were making the obvious connection between the two this is the first and the only time i could okay listeners if you can think of another like literally outright drug dream sequence in a picture book i'm not talking about disney's yellow you know or pink elephants or anything like that i mean in a picture book uh please write us at at gmail.com
0: So, yeah, um, drug referencing kid's book. Cool. Mm -hmm. So he's passed out. He's high. Man with the yellow hat comes in and they're like, well, we got to wake him up. So instead of using smelling salts, let's put him in the shower. At this
1: point, if he cares at all for George, he should be yelling at these people for allowing the monkey to knock itself out with either but I don't know, all right the
0: doctor has a spoonful of something oh that's weird he does but apparently the shower worked okay
1: and now i he's awake. shudder to think what was in that spoonful that never got used <laughs> I don't. I don't know what the heck. Like, let's take some cocaine and yeah. just stick yeah. it in. It Hydrogen makes peroxide. people up. Yeah. make them puke. I, <laughs> yeah, don't I don't know. Let's see what happens. What happens if you just
0: give him lead? Yeah. Well, anyway, so he wakes up. The man with the yellow hat takes him to a movie studio. <laughs> wait, wait, I love that. I love this because clearly.
1: It's clear at this point the man with the yellow hat is not working out of, like, care for George. Oh, no. He, he wants He has money. a monetary agenda. Yep. He's going to make this um, monkey an And actor. I should just make a shout out right here to a book called Furious George uh, by Michael Rex, which makes fun of the Curious George books and makes this
0: very evident. Okay. Okay. So right. So George is uh, signing a contract. He becomes a movie. A lot actor. of cigars are going down. They're uh, they're filming this movie with Curious George. The movie is now. Um, it's so random. It, it's now opening. And hey, look! They're the sailors. No, they're, all the cast,
1: the full cast from the previous. The, the wiener book. dog. What, the, the wiener dog? The sailors. Yes. The dog, dog that peed on the corner of the. I didn't even notice of that the before. The newsstand. Yeah. Now it
0: seems to have a leash for some reason. The the movie exec is there. Everyone is there to wow. come see. Uh, Curious George, great documentary. Well, it's a documentary.
1: Well, you can't. I, can you have some? Okay, I guess people have starred in documentaries of reenactments of things. Sure.
0: Yeah. Right. So, right, the movie starts, and then it's about George and <laughs> has to the reenact end. the worst day of his life on for a camera. Yeah. The
1: end. Rivka Galchen in the New Yorker in in twenty nineteen uh, had a piece called "The Unexpected Profundity." of Curious George, who points out in that in the course of the first Curious George book, uh, they write, the text seems ob... ob- oblivious to the resonances with the middle passage and those resonances now feel at once buried and overwhelming with the whole kidnapping of george from africa this book is interesting because it does it still references that it still references that a lot of the objections people have to monkeys in picture books is when monkeys are made to look human george never is anything but a monkey he's treated like a human but he's treated he hits a job he's treated like a human and there are continual references to his having been kidnapped out of Africa as a good thing. Um, so that's something we should remember. A couple fun facts about the people who wrote this book. Um, they both met in Rio where they fell in love and went into business together, designing large posters and maps. They never had any children, not then and not ever, but they did live with two marmoset monkeys. That's right. And then when they decided to travel back to Europe for a belated honeymoon, The marmoset monkeys came with them, and it was a very long and rainy crossing, much as George had a long crossing on his boat. Uh, Margaret knit the marmoset sweaters to keep them warm, but still the monkeys died. So, dead monkeys in the past year. Also, they owned monkeys, which have tails, and tails are fun to illustrate, and yet he has no tail. This is a mystery, why he has no tail
0: ratings time well between the uh the lack of animal enuses the fact that he's from a whole continent Mm. the pipes the Mm. annoying layout of the text and the ether ether, i can't say i'm a huge fan (laughs) so i gave it a three
1: yeah i it's real hard to get past the overt colonialism uh in even this the sequel in future george books it gets a bit farther from that I really do like just the complete randomness of his adventures like he goes here and then here's and then and let's just go to a movie studio why there's ah, a thing to do um it it seems to indicate a lack of forethought and planning but in an almost purposeful way um it's it's different adventures just crammed into a single book which is very much the mark of a curious george book I love the ether drug sequence, but even the ether drug sequence cannot overcome the fact that this is a problematic book. So out of love for the reading of it, I'm going as high as a four, but I can't go any higher
0: than that. So definitely not a classic. Not a classic. Sorry, George.
1: You're just going to have to try again next time. (gasps) Grown up things we like. You go first. Okay. So I, uh, my neighbor is an actress, uh, and her husband's an actor, too. She is with the Chicago Shakespeare Theater. And so we had a chance to see their current production. It's like the first production they've had since COVID. And it's of As You Like It. It is set in the 60s and completely populated with Beatles songs. I mean, it's Beatles songs. It's so many Beatles songs. We had to go back and look at the script when we came home just to see what they cut out to work in that many Beatles songs. And it is fascinating. It works. It works. It does, um, you know, how in the 60s, that was really the rise of uh, wrestling. That was, you know, a lot of people watch wrestling on television. Wrestling is a huge part of As You Like It, so it works in very well. Afterwards, my husband said to me, like, was there wrestling in the original? I'm like, literally, that's the only thing I could remember about As You Like It is that it begins with wrestling. So yes, the wrestling's part of it. There's a character uh, who looks like Andy Warhol. There's a character that looks like a combination of Elton John and uh, Austin Powers. There's a, It's it's very upbeat. It's very fun. So if you're in Chicago in any time in the next few months, I highly recommend that you go see it. It is, it is definitely the peppiest film funniest production of as you like it i have ever seen
0: very cool yeah i don't know how many people are gonna be going to evanston but with uh, hank my 12 foot tall skeleton mm. i decided with thanksgiving coming up he needed a little makeover <laughs> so i busted out some garbage bags and tape and cardboard and i made him a pilgrim outfit Yes, you did. Complete with um, buckles for his feet. And I made a hat for him. And the hat is huge. And unfortunately, today, the hat fell off because of the rain and the wind. But I will find a way to put it back on his head. Because he looks like a priest without it. And you don't. (laughs) I don't know if it, what that would mean. Well, he's got a fork in one hand and a knife in the other, and then I took a hungry the, priest. and then I got like I made a little turkey in the front. I love and the turkey. The turkey is the spider, right? The, I I took the the body of my spider and I took off the legs and the head. Yeah, and I put some feathers on the back, and yeah. So I I'm you know, and then every time people go by to see it, they just start laughing, which makes me happy Yay. because it's bringing joy. It's funny. So Hank is my my grown up thing that I like. That's good.
1: Everyone should have a Home Depot skeleton they can dress up like those little stone geese that used to sit in people's front exactly yards. exactly hank is your stone goose y- yep yep okay so next week i'm going to desperately try to find a jerry Pinkney book that we can do though folks if you would like to suggest jerry Pinkney books that we should do and remember they've got to be at least 20 years old so i'm sorry folks i can't do the lion and the mouse i would love to do the lion and the mouse but we're not at that point yet uh, be sure to email us at fusekate8 at gmail.com. Yep. Or, or fuse8kate at gmail.com. Both of them work. They, they both actually work. We, yep. we, we got both of them. So there we go. Cool. And until we do that thing, I've been Betsy. Bye. I'm Kate. Bye. Fuse 8 and Kate is a fuse number eight production. You can reach us at fusekate at gmail.com. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at fuse underscore kate. You can follow us on Instagram at Fuse8Kate. That's Fuse number 8, Kate. Listen to us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or Player FM, or follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Kime, and our man without a yellow hat is Drew Atienza. Fuse 8 and Kate is the creation of Kate Atienza and Betsy Bird.